0: The following is an Will presentation.
1: Slather it up, honey. Free your mind and slather it up. Let me ask you a question. Rather than a boy or a girl, a man or trans, what if we all were just human, superhuman, slathered all the way up, expressing ourselves as art, crimson locks and flocks of friends and lovers that support abort restrictions and slather? Perform. Reform the norm, and as a matter of fact, fuck it while it you're at and love. Love Bailey loves. A vehicle of savage, a vessel of ravage, a message of soul-cleansing lavage. Slather. Verb. Used with object. To spread or apply thickly. To slather butter on toast. She'll be the most, and he'll make you stutter. Slather it all the way up, honey, and free your mind. What kind of ruby-red-haired goddess dripping in leather and feathers and trains of pleather do you want to be? Do you want to see? Let her be the inspiration and believe there's a piece of it inside of me. Let love be the vibration that you need to breathe, savage. Adjective, fierce, ferocious, cruel, or untamed, savage beast. You can't tame what was meant to be fame, destiny, beastly creation. He's more woman than you'll ever be, and her fucking name is love, for Christ's sake. Slather savagely, so would you rather? Wait, what else is there? I would much rather savagely slather the full fantasy. This is the full fantasy, honey. My name is Nico Tortorella. Welcome to The Love Bomb. This is a conversation with love. Hi. Hi. What's your name? Love Bailey. Love Bailey. You can call me Velvet. Velvet. How long have you been going by Love Bailey?
0: Um, well, my first name is Brett. Okay. And love is, I guess, two years in the making, mm-hmm. really.
1: How did you decide on love? Um, I mean, it's
0: it's my quest. It's my search for love. It's my quest for love.
1: Have you found it?
0: Um, I found it within myself.
1: Yeah. What does that mean to you?
0: Um, to love myself and to slather it on thick from head to toe.
1: Slather on thick, head to toe. Okay, so this let's let's get something clear here. Slather. Slather. Give me the the D on what this slather is. The slather of <laughs> that D. Slather of that D. D. <laughs>
0: Um, So slather, you know, it started out as a word that is um, like moist, It's something that it's provocative, it makes you uncomfortable. And, you know, then it evolved into creating something out of nothing with the magic of your own hands. So Mm. it's like, how do you make an outfit when you don't have any money? Mm. You slather it up. And then it took on a dual meeting when I was working in construction for my mother. Can you picture that? Obviously. In plan- a <laughs> flannel shirt. At what age? Um, 22,
1: 23. Stop it. Like, what were you doing?
0: Um. Well, I was drilling holes in these, like, air ducts. She does HVAC. Mm. And then after you put these pipes together, you have to put this gray matter on to mm. seal it so right. the air doesn't come out.
1: Like a bondo of sorts. Yeah. Right.
0: And it's called pookie.
1: Pookie. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and my mother comes over and she turns to me and she says, don't be afraid to slather it on thick.
1: Amazing.
0: And I was just like, thank you, mama. That was like the best metaphor of life. I it could've... stuck. Yeah, it just stuck with me.
1: I love it. Yeah. And I mean, it's definitely like the love motto at this point. Yeah, right? It's the like, slogan: don't be afraid.
0: Like, there's nothing to fear. Mm-hmm. Just don't give a fuck.
1: Don't give a fuck at all. Are you afraid of anything at all?
0: no really Not right now maybe
1: what are you afraid of i'm afraid of white walls white walls yeah
0: beige bland white mm, whiteness yeah. i'm afraid of bleaching society bleaching us that's what i'm afraid
1: of uh, whitewashing mm-hmm. mm, yeah i feel that yeah. um where does this all come from this inspiration of yours this
0: this evolution of my being yeah um so much. <laughs> it came from my grandmother. Mm-hmm. I was raised by my grandmother, Betty Bailey, who's a showgirl. Oh, really? Because my mother went to prison for 10 years of my life, mm-hmm. and that was a difficult moment for me. But I was raised by my grandmother, and she was a showgirl, and she'd go to all the military balls with her husband and perform and shimmy and shake mm-hmm. and you know do the rounds. And Where was this? Um, in suburbia, Oceanside, California. Okay. And so she raised me in her closet of you know, t- heels and lipstick and, and all the couture. And the, whole and the whole situation. The whole situation. The whole fantasy. The whole fantasy. Yeah, uh-huh. And, you know, I, we would walk out of the house going to tap class and all the neighbors would, like, flip me off and call me faggot. Really? And so that was kind of like, you know, my survival was just, you know, going to dance and living my life and living out my fantasy. And, yeah. You know, being being loved by my grandmother unconditionally. Is your grandma still with us? She is, but she's nearing the completion of her life. Yeah, and mine too. It's been a difficult journey. Yeah.
1: My grandma, actually, she lived in my house growing up. Um, she lived in the basement, and she was like, I love my grandma dearly. Uh-huh. She's an antique dealer slash hoarder. <laughs> But she, we're all hoarders. We're all collectors, right? I mean, once you start making money and you're a hoarder, you become a collector, (laughs) right? So no, I like have very vivid memories of going downstairs and like she would just boxes on boxes and boxes and she would go to flea markets and and antique stores and garage sales almost every day and she would constantly bring shit back and it was like this exploration right? i would just get to go through all of her shit all of the time and like hi, i would like scare the shit out of her at certain points she used to carry me and my brother on her back and like run around the house and she's 92 years old and like That's still amazing. has an antique store she's like still doing it Some of the best
0: people have revolutionary grandmothers Mm. that are just, like, stuck with the glamour and, like, infected you. Yeah, that's true, actually. You know? Some of my favorite people have some pretty incredible
1: older spirits in their life. So what do you do? do? Besides the Scarlet Woman. Besides the Scarlet Woman.
0: I started out as a stylist, Mm -hmm. um, was
1: Mm -hmm. a dancer. First dancer. First dancer. The timeline is... A tap dancer.
0: um, Tap dancer, Right. yes. Then progressed into jazz, did the whole competition circuit, danced for Britney Spears, Fiona Apple. Oh, really? Did that whole shablam. How did that happen? I just loved to kick and stretch and, like you know, put my leg up to my oh, ear. Yes. Like, As Brett, though. As Brett, yeah. 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 And I was on a, an all girls squad dance uh, team. We went to ESPN, did the whole cheerleading circuit, and, hmm. you know, did that. And then there was a point where as a dancer, you progress, you figure out, do you want to do commercials? Do you want to do music videos? Or do you go to ballet companies and mm-hmm. do that? And neither were appealing to me. Nothing was really sticking. And then I wanted to search for my identity. I wanted to kind of find my own truth. And this was a pre-programmed structure that was already there and mm-hmm. something I was doing, but it felt kind of forced for me. It didn't feel right. It didn't feel like I was giving my all. And, you know, I'm a multidimensional being. I have so much to offer. I, th- I thought very limited of myself. So then I went into styling and got into fashion. And I started dressing Naomi Campbell. I made pieces for Lady Gaga. Rihanna's wore my pieces. And from there, I kind of, you know, segued into fashion. I got an agent. I did the whole, all the rounds with the agencies. And that also, too, I found out that the industry wasn't all the glamour and love and liberation that they taught you it's growing up in Vogue all. magazine. Yeah. It's not the fantasy. And there's a lot of racism, homophobia. Sexism. Yeah. Sexism. And when you're a young queer and you just want to express yourself, and that's why you get into a business like that, they tell you to tone it down and, oh, mm-hmm. that's too much. Yeah. And I don't listen to anyone. No. I'm doing me.
1: You're killing it too. So I'm saying, fuck you. Mm -hmm.
0: And I'm going to put on these fucking
1: Fucking stripper heels and live my life. (laughs) You made this too? Well, it's me. It's my former self. Uh If you can see it. Yeah, it's incredible. Um, And you have a new line of stuff coming out, right? That just came out that just dropped the Slather Collection. With print all over me.
0: Uh And they're fortunate enough to take young artists and fund their collections. And so I gave them a whole. All the imagery from the film, because it's all the the slather film, Mm -hmm. and put my grandmother on a few, and I brought you a little gift today. Amazing, amazing. So let's
1: talk about this film a little bit. Yeah, okay.
0: So after I I lived in New York after styling, uh, my friend Scott Andrew, who was my mentor, and I lived with him for two years here, and he passed away of cancer. Mm. And it was a tough time because not only did he pass away from cancer, but another one of my friends had cancer, had um, lung cancer, and he passed away, Jonathan right. Waiter. I'm sorry. So within a month span, I lost two of my most precious people. And they're with me today, and, the, and I, their spirits are always within me. But it was a time where I had to regroup. New York couldn't give me what I needed. I needed to nest. I needed to be in a womb, mm-hmm. and I needed to be away from fashion.
1: Right. How long ago was this?
0: Um, this was about two, three years ago. Okay. And at the time, my mother had just bought another property on the ranch. She has um, a ranch in Temecula in wine country with uh, animal rescue, and um, she's rescued two lovely children as well. Mm -hmm. And then I come home, and she was having a love affair with Heidi Flux. And Heidi didn't like me too much. Mm -hmm. She threw out all my couture out the top story window. She was on meth. And she had all her birds there, 16 macaws were Jesus. destroying the drywall. It was chaotic, to How? say the least. 16 macaws. 16 macaws. Like flying around the house. Flying around the house. Fuck me. I would wake up to a bluebird, Susie, saying, Good morning, Susie, Susie. <laughs> and it was just. You can't a even bin. make this shit up. It's not made up. I wish it was, but. Okay, so you
1: got out of that situation a little bit? Well,
0: I needed to leave, Mm -hmm. to say the least. And I was still picking up clients with styling. I work with Ellen Von Unworth, and she's a dear friend of mine. And, you know, she booked me on this gig, and I had a little bit of money. So instead of bringing my life together, getting an apartment, getting a car, getting situated, I decided to invest in art. Mm. I decided to invest in this film. And so my friend had a showerless garage that he was shooting out of, and he said, here, come here, bring all the glamour, let's build the factory, and hmm. let's make this fantasy a reality. So I spent every last time making this film happen, and um, along the way I've lost a lot of friends because yeah. people don't believe in what's happening, and they have to see it to believe it, whereas like I can see the vision like right. ten, te- 10 steps ahead. Mm-hmm. And, um, so at that moment I had to regroup the Heidi left. We had to evict her and go through court after court to get that, you know, squared away. And now that the land is properly ours, it's like a homecoming for me, you know, and I, I opened the door for all my wayward friends who need help or need to escape from the confines of the concrete jungle, Mm -hmm. because as artists, we need space. We need space to free our mind. We need space to free our soul and our bodies and to nurture our vessels. And that's what I've sort of created here mm-hmm. on this land. It's a beacon of hope. And although we're just in the baby fetus stages of creating this utopian dream, the utopian dream is of the mind. And as long as I can keep it here and you know, keep this movement going, you know, hopefully there's hope for others out there and we'll find investment along the way and be able to really house wayward we children that don't have the support that they need. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all wounded children at some point, and we've all been there. So we know, you know, if I can offer solace for— Right.
1: Where is this ranch? It's in Temecula.
0: It's in. It's two hours southeast of Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and it's in one country, and it has a 360-degree de- view of the valley. So mm-hmm. it's at the highest point of the hill.
1: Um. And what's the name? It's Savage, Savage Ranch. Savage Ranch. Savage Ranch. You can
0: find it on savageranch.us.
1: Okay, okay. I mean, I've been dying to go the second you told me about yeah. it. I mean— I, I tell a lot of people about it. I feel like I have, like, pockets of friends that have been there. Friends of friends. Yeah, I've been to the ranch. I've been to the ranch. Blah, blah, blah. I, Like, everyone knows who you are. I, I, I mean, I'm into it. I guess. <laughs> um, so the film is complete.
0: The film is complete thanks to Edward Vigiletti. He slayed this amazing track that got me through the hardest of times. Mm-hmm. You'll listen to it. It's called Am I Wild? It's the horniest thing you'll ever hear. I mean,
1: even just from the trailer, I'm like fucking solid, ready to go. (laughs)
0: Dripping. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so we've slayed this video, and Edward did the music. Um, I directed it, and Subtractive helped put it together, and it's Edward's management company, Kyle. He's Mm -hmm. a dear friend. We love him. And we're here. Soho House is happening Saturday, and I've invited my favorite queers, the most iconic, legendary nightlife Mm -hmm. queers. And um Dominica is in it, Yasmin Petty, Sussy, Ryan Hamilton, uh, Gia Genevieve, you know, all these amazing people have shared their soul, shared their love with me and we're so blessed to have created this film basically out of nothing. Right. I'm What's the story to... of the film? The story is my transition. It, it talks about a little bit about babble, babble babble babble. Um, it's about Betty. It's about my love affair with my grandmother and how I found my womanhood through her and mm-hmm. how I've discovered that. But it's also about um, the repression that I faced growing up. My aunt, my lesbian aunt, lesbian to say the least, um, she uh, has a hard time with my, my lifestyle. Really? She still lives in fear and lives in an old way of thinking, right. sort of a binary thinking and I have a recording of her that basically she tells me she doesn't want to touch me because I might have AIDS. So I have this really dark recording and I go there with this film. Wow. And um, spoiler alert, but yeah. Um, yeah, this is what the film is like transitioning through that repression. How do you find your center when everyone around you is telling you you're going to amount to a nothing? Mm. And it's like, how do you find your light? How do you find yourself? When everyone around you is the sort of dark noise that's the white noise yeah. of life.
1: Well, let's talk about your transition for a little bit. Okay. Um, how long have you been going through it?
0: About a year now, a mm-hmm. year and a half now.
1: And you decided a year and a half ago that this yeah, was... Yeah,
0: I've always known. I've always been, you know, the odd one out and the freak. Mm-hmm. And I've always been struggling with my identity and I think more than ever, I've just I'm. I feel sexy. I love myself, and I love you my look body. Sexy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I just I love I love the woman I'm becoming, and I love the integrity that I'm maintaining through it. Right. And for me, it's not about vanity, but although you know, mm-hmm. we gotta love the glamour. And I mean, it's part
1: of it. It's you know, part of it. it's I mean, it's it's the image. You know, it's the allure. It's the allure, and and obviously your image goes leaps and bounds farther than like what it means to be a stereotypical woman. You know, I feel yeah. like a lot of the transition kind of winds up the same way, right? In one way or another, but like you're taking it next level, shit.
0: This is my way of saying fuck you to America mm-hmm. and for the people that don't believe in this or don't respect it, this is my way of like owning my truth and saying this is who I am and you're not going to take that away from me.
1: Mm-hmm. What does being a woman mean to you?
0: Oh, there's so much. I have a poem I wrote about it. So maybe I could share that with you.
1: Yeah, I would love to hear it. You want to go now?
0: Yeah, maybe. Cool. Let me find it. Here we go. I wrote this before I came here, and it's just my declaration of my truth. Hmm. Cast your pearls to the swine, but don't throw away those sacred seeds. Plant your love on fertile ground, but don't rape the land to feed the beast. I'm a scarlet woman, a savage daughter, raised by my beloved showgirl grandmother. Showtime! Conceived on acid under velvet moonlight, riding high on a sea pony in the sky with a purple man chanting on my right. One night of alchemy in the womb of my mother, the cosmic beast, slithered out of my Iranian father with the name Hojat Mashallah. Where there's darkness, I rise to radiate the light. Whatever gender in this moment I've decided to be, I've come this far for freedom and there's just no stopping me. Seduce and destroy, been dressing for pleasure ever since I was a little boy. I'm not a walking disease and I don't care what you think of me. You can't tame me, shame me, liberate me, make me bend over like a lady when you yourself can't even define that gracefully. Peel back those layers of shame, taste that sweet flesh of tangerine. Glitter dripping down my neck, no misogyny or disrespect. Stroke your fingers down my chest and slather up those supple breasts. Nations of men will rise, but only a few will understand what's in between my thighs. Most men are afraid because they can't complete me, no matter how many loads they put in me. My tail doesn't delegate which stall, because I can stand or I can crawl. Living in a bleach white society, the illusion of the American dream. So when you're done buying into the bullshit and lies, come home to mama without walls and no disguise. You can sodomize me till the cows come home, take my body made of flesh and bones build yourself pipelines to snuff out the fire in my eyes but I'm a woman now and that's just something I'm not willing to compromise.
1: Oh! You just wrote that? Yeah. That is fucking lit. Ah! Oh. Will you send that to me so I can yeah. read it again too? Yeah. Oh my god. The power that it takes to write something like that for yourself or for another person is just mm-hmm. so magical. And I feel like it's this lost art that was once so important, right? It was the it, it was what drove all of society for so long. and it's just it's not nobody does it anymore. There's
0: a breakdown of communication, and yeah. we don't know how to communicate as humans anymore. We don't know how to speak from our truth and our love and our soul. We're disconnected.
1: How do we connect?
0: Just like this. Yeah. But I just mean, like h-
1: how can we teach other people to connect? Just how- by doing us. Right. Just by being. What's the ultimate goal here? The ultimate goal? Mm-hmm, the ultimate fantasy here. <laughs> there,
0: there is no ultimate goal. I just want to love and mm-hmm. be loved. Are you in love right now? I'm in love. I'm in love with a lot of people. Yeah? Yeah, I'm in love with a lot of people.
1: Um. You want to talk about it, or do I want to talk about it?
0: Um,
1: let's 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 jump back a little bit. Do you yeah. Remember the first time you were in love?
0: First time I was in love. Yes, I do. Yeah. How yeah. old were you? I was seventeen. Go go dancing at Tiger Heat. Yes. <laughs> As a little twin. <laughs> and I fell in love with this Latino stripper um, Carlos Tinoco, mm-hmm. who's now Alexandria Tinoco. Yeah, going. She's a beautiful mm-hmm. woman. And I fell in love with her. We were both during the splits on the dance floor. Mm-hmm. So it was love at first split. <laughs> and she took my virginity. Wow. And I said that I wouldn't um, I wouldn't give it up unless we were dating. Uh-huh. And so we dated for a week and then she broke up with me after she <laughs> <laughs> fucking bitch.
1: Fucking bitch. Oh. Yeah. That's so ridiculous. Yeah. But I kind of love it because yeah. now we're still friends. That's nice. Yeah. Um, how old are you? I am. T- how old am I? Almost thirty. 29. You're almost thirty. You're twenty nine. When's your birthday? October ninth. Okay. Same as John Lennon. Okay. Um, how do you identify in terms of the spectrum these days?
0: The spectrum. You know, I'm a multidimensional being. Mm-hmm. I'm a light vessel. I. I don't really identify with anything, mm-hmm. you know. I, I channel. I open up my vessel to the universe because that I'm a vessel to the universe, and whatever speaks through me, I allow. I try to step away. The goal is to take your ego and like step aside so you can like let the magic flow through
1: you. Right. Are you comfortable talking about hormones at all? Yeah. Yeah. What's going on?
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm taking hormones, hormone therapy. Mm-hmm. I take pills. I would like to – there's not much in terms of medical help for transgender. I know there's not many programs that can offer what I need. and so In terms of, like, insurance, you mean? Insurance, yeah. it's been really difficult. Mm-hmm. It's been – you know, I've been through a lot of doctors that won't even see me because they're homophobic, and I've been through it all. So mm-hmm. um, I know there's a few support systems. I need to, like, look into it more, but right. this is my year to kind of, like – you know, get my health in order and get yeah. myself together. But,
1: I mean, how far do you want to take it in terms of, like, the physical aspect of it? I would I'm like not to, asking in terms of, like, you know, I have a dick. So let's, that's not even let's what, what I was it, okay. saying. But but in terms of, do you want to stick with hormones or do you want to, like, also get uh, surgeries of sorts in terms of top surgery or facial reconstruction? I would like to look into homeopathic ways yeah. to...
0: To do this. That I know was my there, next question. I know there's ways of doing it, and I'm not a fan of medicine, Western medicine. Right. I'm not a fan of taking pills. It's not in my DNA to do that, That so it feels unnatural to mm-hmm. me. And shooting up also feels unnatural to yeah. me. So, you know, there's other ways of doing it. I just have to do my research.
1: Right. Is your diet specific at all? I feel like it probably is.
0: I only eat... Vegetables and fish Vegetables and fish I love me some tuna Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Do you feel like you want to um,
0: Do I want surgeries on anything else? I'm taking it step by step Right So I'm taking it day by day I don't want to see a surgery or see something and make it this ab- unobtainable vanity search. Right. Because that's not what I'm about. But
1: you're also not, like, against it. Against it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I know? got you.
0: There's nothing wrong with that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I feel like your outlook on life, you're not either, like, totally one way or another. Or another. If it comes to you, cool. Cool. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, in terms of relationships, like, do you see yourself with one person I tried the whole monogamy thing. Yeah. I, I had a boyfriend um, recently
0: that I broke up with, and he was more in it for the fame. And it's it's a lot because I, I give off a lot, and there's a lot of people that are attracted to me because of who I am and right. not who I am inside. Hmm. And you this, mean just
1: because of what you look like?
0: No, because of the, the social media, the attention, right. and all the glamour. There's an
1: allure to that. Mm-hmm. We met actually doing a photo shoot. Yeah. years ago when yes. I was 19
0: I was dressing you as a boy
1: yeah you were probably 20 yeah and we, you said you were a bitch as a boy you that's what you said yeah. when we met again the second time yeah why do you say that
0: just cause I was you know I might have like been a little sour about it mm. I might have been like you know not myself right and felt like you know not in my skin
1: yeah and then we re-met again the day after the, the election yeah Uh I, I, it tip. was for a paper magazine shoot. I, I didn't think that the shoot was actually going to go. I was convinced that it was going to really? get canceled. Yeah.
0: I almost canceled it when that bitch brought out a man's wig out of her bag and said, oh, this is what you're wearing. And I said, oh, no, honey. <laughs> not th- not today. <laughs> not I'm not the
1: one. I mean, there were three people that didn't show up because uh, of it, I think. Probably. Yeah. It I was mean, a really solemn shoot. It was an awkward shoot. shoot. Everyone Besides was weird. You. Yeah, I was so fucking happy that you were there. Yeah, same. I mean, like, I walked in and I was like, "Hey, I'm Nico," and everyone's like, "Oh, okay." And no, I like, everyone misgendered me the whole time. I had to reprimand the fucking photographer. I fucking said something to them too. Yeah, it's I was so like, I'm not like I, I, it's not even a question. Like, it's obviously, so look
0: at you. Why would anybody well, say in a photo him? shoot? Yeah, uh, like you're hiring me as a woman to
1: play myself. Like, it just it makes me so fucking angry.
0: It was so annoying. Luckily, I mean, I have to learn the kind of, like, how to say things mm-hmm. to not, like, make someone feel, like, this small, which I'm really good at. Right. I'm sure. <laughs> but, you know, I just said, like, well, these pictures are going to make up for it. So learn the pronoun and get it right. Mm-hmm. And let's get this shoot over with.
1: I heard the pictures are unbelievable. I don't care. <laughs> I mean, But obviously they are. But I, just... I don't care. I'm glad
0: I met you again. Yeah, totally. That was the best thing to happen.
1: So what's the goal with this film?
0: This film is to give hope to those out there, those queers out there Mm -hmm. that have had similar situations growing up in repression, and to kind of lift the veil of shame. I think that's the message. Mm -hmm. So, you know. The next step is the musical. We'll be doing a touring show. Oh, yeah, that's right. And um, we're going to take this to London and Tokyo, and we're going to go all over. Mm -hmm. and, You know, just perform it live, I think, so you can see the impact of it, and it's immersive. Right. And have like a 360-degree projected screen. and I love that. You know, And in the next phase, I want to say I'm going to create an album at the ranch. Okay. And I want to bring on all different types of collaborators and yeah. have you sing on it. No, I'm you know? for
1: sure there. It's not even a question.
0: And we'll, we'll do it.
1: Um, So you live at the ranch full-time?
0: Full-time, and I go to L.A. when I have to work.
1: Mm-hmm. And how many people live at the ranch right now?
0: Um, right now, it's my mother. There's Andre. He's a student from Berlin. Not a student. He's, um, he's a wizard from Berlin. He's like this magical technician, and he built our website for us. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Andre. We Thank you, Andre. You. <laughs> and um, so it's that. And, um, yeah, Shay's living there. She's a musician. It, what, like seven people are mm-hmm. there.
1: And what does this sense of community mean to you?
0: Um, that's This is how I find home. I've always been, being Libra, I love being around people, the ones I love. And it's about nesting. It's about creating your family. And I think in a time when we're so divided right now, mm-hmm. we need that. We need to stay together. Right. When you connect with someone and you see eye to eye, like, bring them under your wing and, like, you're friends for life,
1: mm-hmm. you know. I mean, we definitely make our own family, right? Yeah, we do. Are there any relationships that you look up to?
0: Um... I guess my grandmother, you know, she was married for 50 years, mm. and that's that's a long relationship.
1: Yeah, that's super long. Your grandpa's no longer with us? No, so. he's... How, he's how old was he when...
0: I was 10 when he passed, mm-hmm. and I was like 78.
1: Yeah. Um, it, is there anybody in pop culture, in the media that you look up to right now? Mm. You're just kind of doing your own thing.
0: Shirley Manson. I've always liked Shirley Manson. Yeah. She's great. Mm-hmm. Lady Gaga's fun, but, you know, she has her moments. Right. Everyone has something to offer. Yeah, is there anything
1: you want to talk about? Is there any? Are there any questions you have for me? Are there?
0: Um, yeah, um, questions about you. I don't know. Whatever. What are you doing in New York? What's your tea?
1: Well, I I, I live here. I am on a TV show. I just started this podcast. Um, this podcast has really opened up my entire life. I mean, I've constantly, I've been in other people's projects forever, right? I've like fit into other people's yeah. boxes of like what it means to be a leading man on TV and, and 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 all of these things and I've always had my own projects that I've worked on but I've like never really shared them on a public level mm-hmm. and this this is this platform has just given me a access to the coolest people in the world like yeah. I just like I get to hang out and have conversations and like learn from and just be inspired by like people I look up to yeah. all the time yeah. and like especially people in the community like I I'm I, I'm learning so much more about sexuality mm-hmm. gender love relationships and like what it means to be an individual
0: yeah.
1: and when do you ever get to have a conversation with somebody and then be able to listen to it back right it never happens right, it never
0: happens
1: the amount of self-awareness that's like going into this project mm-hmm. is fucking another level right yeah, that's kind oh of knows. that's like the focus right now. I'm I don't know, I'm single. I'm like single ready to mingle. Single. I don't know if I'm ready to mingle. I just got out of something that was like real shitty. This podcast has has it, it's been a lot of self-discovery too, you know. I I mean, I have not labeled myself for so long and just been trying to navigate what what that, what that means. means and like how it affects other people too. And I don't I don't I don't really care about it. How it affects other people, but being in Hollywood, you know, like there are rules yeah. of what I can and can't say, who right. I can and can't date, like because of the way that I look. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm not. But you've always been out, and that's what I have appreciated about you. Yeah, I've, I've always just done me. Yeah. I'm not like, I don't. You're not a facade. No, there's enough people like that fit into the mold. Right. Like if you want to create, like you know, the hard the... throb. That's yeah. The
0: cisgender straight male. Like, for sure. Go for it.
1: And I can do that. I'm, I'm an actor That's my job yep. That is all That is what our jobs are mm-hmm. It's to become other people mm-hmm. And like It just so happens In my waking life Like I become other people too It's just part of like My fucking like DNA, DNA. I just I, I just float in and out I, I mean You said I'm just this vessel For yeah. whatever comes over me Yeah and what, what comes in and what, what whatever comes out like <laughs> fucking A I just I, I, I life's way too short to be one thing for the rest of your life yeah exactly and, but people don't understand how that's a thing and they get really scared by it because there's this
0: binary thinking right you know the red versus the blue mm-hmm. let's put it together let's make some purple let's make
1: some fucking purple I love that I'm actually talking about doing uh, an interview in here. Me interviewing myself, my like masculine interviewing my feminine. Ooh, mm. that's smart. Which one of those do you think you lie in more? Because I, I, I think obviously ex- externally we're very feminine here, but I feel like you definitely have this like force yeah, about you. Yeah, this savage nature. To yeah. Me. How do you deal with that split?
0: Um, I embrace it. Yeah, you know, like I uncross my legs when I want to. I wear a jock strap when I want to. Fucking like, <laughs> I don't shave my legs. I, mm-hmm. you know? That's how I embrace it.
1: Um, in terms of nightlife, uh, how do we get the the like the club kids, the like the queer community? It's it lives so much in the nightlife, mm-hmm. right?
0: know I, I struggle with this all the time.
1: Yeah, let's and have this I conversation. I love all my nightlife friends. Right.
0: And I love what they do. hmm But at some point, we have to transcend that, and you know, promote all these ideas that we talk about and that we exercise on a daily life. Somehow, we have to infect that into the club, because right now it's very void of that raw creativity, that love with everyone else. Right. You know, we share it. Yeah. And it's like this small bubble that we're circulating, but. No one's speaking up and getting on the mic and saying what's on their mind and speaking their truth. No one's opening up that forum Mm -hmm. because it's all about just dancing and And how good we look and getting fucked up. Like you go to any
1: one of like the crazy parties here in the city, whether it's fucking disco meet or holy mountain or whatever, it's like everyone is so so fucked fucked up. up. And I'm to a escape. sober person I don't drink alcohol anymore I mean I'm not sober I smoke weed and yeah. I'm going to do ayahuasca yeah. but like I I like am spiritually same. connected same I, I, I can't go out and get fucked same. up anymore same and I have so I have a really hard time going and being same. part of those parties I
0: would love someone to open up a ceremony where it's like Ritualistic, there's sound bowls, you have some mantras going on, mm-hmm. you know, everyone gets an elixir or even mushroom tea. Slider nice. up some mushroom tea. Yeah. Give us some beds to lie on. Like I wanna take it a bit deeper where we yeah. can all cuddle with each other and we can all like yeah. get inside. Mm.
1: That's a great idea. You know. Why don't I just do it? Let's do it. Yeah. Fucking eh. Here to in happen. the city. Yeah. But like it doesn't need to be like in the fucking outskirts of of no, let's do it here. Yeah, and let's still dress up and still do the rounds, do the, still whole, do the thing, whole thing. But it doesn't need to be this fucking. It's it's the uppers. It's really the problem. It's like it's like it's the fucking coke. It's the Molly oh, and yeah. mixed with the alcohol. Yeah. And it, I don't it, like coke. It just numbs everything. It numbs the pain. Like it's this false, it's this false connection, right? Mm-hmm. That only lasts for this amount of time. Mm-hmm. It's like amateur level. Some
0: point you have to accept the pain body because mm-hmm. it's there, and you have to work through it. I think that's what it is. Is that everyone has pain body? You right. have pain body. I have pain body, and we experience this, and we have to work through it and accept it and understand it and ask ourselves, what is this? Right. Why do I feel this way?
1: Thank you for doing this. Yeah, thank you. And you like for I me. really genuinely love you as a person. I I, I feel you as a person. I recognize you. I see you. Same. I'm proud of you. I like want more of you and I think let's just like can we just have a hug let's just do this together can we just have a yeah. hug? <laughs> love is love is love is love fuck Okay, if you want more, and I know you do, follow this magical, magical creature on Instagram at loveisbailey. That's at L-O-V-E-I-S-B-A-I-L-E-Y. Hashtag slather it up everywhere you can. Check out the Savage Ranch. That's at s a v a g e r a n c h on Instagram as well. Check out her website savage ranch. us and just fucking spread the love. Like this message that she has is that's what this show's all about. Um, I love you, love. I love you, love. I love love. Peace, bitches.